Guten Tag und bienvenidos. Willkommen zu la última podcast del universo. It's Uber Cinco. I am your guest host, Andy, out of Office Auto Reply Brinkman. And I have a question for you, listener. Are you sitting at your desk, blood coffee content well over the legal limit, staring at your calendar and counting down the days until you give the proverbial middle finger to the day job and enjoy a wintry day spent frolicking in a desperate attempt to recapture the magic of the holidays of your youth? Are you staring at the wall in your office's windowless break room, wishing that you could drown out the incessant prattle of Braden from sales with roughly an hour of three basically middle-aged white guys talking in almost too much, but actually just the right amount of detail about an incredibly esoteric topic? <laughs> well, my friend, allow me to welcome you to the world of podcasting, and boy, do we have a good one for you today. This is Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. And today in the den, we have two day off dandies who are always wearing a Hawaiian shirt mm. on the inside. Oh. Our first contestant <laughs> is willing to travel anywhere on a long weekend as long as it gets him out of Berwyn, Illinois. It's Brian Ernst. <laughs> Hello, sir. Thank you so much. Yes, man. You have such little shoes to fill today. We're so glad that you are taking the hot seat. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Uh, and I'd like to introduce our second contestant mm -hmm. who is always, always dreaming of a winter getaway on a good and to get a good day on the beach, even though his ginger hair and milky complexion adamantly disagree. It's Mitch Brinkman. <laughs> Hey, brother. Welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, right now I'm looking for great deals on uh, beach turtlenecks to keep me safe uh, when I do find that that, that getaway spot. So, uh, Southwest, give me those those. Uh, uh, was it D DBC D Daytona Beach City Daytona City Beach? I don't know. I don't know the vacation spots. Daytona. What is it? Daytona Beach. That's the DB. Send me to DB Southwest, please. On the cheap. This man needs it, Southwest. Are you listening? He needs it. <laughs> Panama City Beach. That's that's what I was trying to think about. PCB is different than the DB. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, it's okay. Hey, vacation yep. brain has clenched us all, uh, and it's it's okay. Um, how are you two guys doing today? This oh, good. I cracked my window because it's 40 degrees out here. I believe mm -hmm. it's a little different out there in CA for you. Yeah. Oh, see. Okay. So I turn the heat on because it's 50 degrees here in mm. California. So, mm -hmm. wow. The Midwest is just bleeding out of you and you better just start scrapping it back in <laughs> <Yeah>. before it's gone. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to make an argument. California makes you weak, weak and happy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> weak and, and happy. Yeah. Those, those. That, that's how we like our listeners. Weak and happy. They can't. They can't change the podcast. They just keep on listening. Their um, feeble hands just can't make it to the skip button. Guys, all right. How many? How many minutes did you have on your Spotify Wrapped minutes listened? Oh, it's. You, you know, know what, what your total was? It, I I don't remember what my total is, but it's very fortuitous that you brought that up. You'll hear Why is that. In a little bit, I've got a pre-written spiel you'll hear in a, oh. in a minute. But ho oh, wait, hold on, we love spiels. Yeah, I'm getting a message from uh, from the control room here. Uh, oh. It is. Oh, it's sounding like yeah, we've got an all new bizbear.biz, guys. Have you been <gasps> to this website? I'm hearing oh. it's it's brand new, revamped, mm -hmm. looks beautiful. You can find episodes of this podcast there, other UBK video projects. Mm -hmm. You can get merch there. Yeah, have you been? <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah. We've perused. Yeah, it's like we, a vacation we, we, on a website. It's crazy. We 
we keep putting stuff in our cart, but we just can't follow through. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these days we're going to, we're going to check out and it's going to be worth, worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, I think if we were if on a different podcast, there's a, there's like a pill, I think a podcast pill that might help you out with that problem, Brian. Uh, um, well, yeah, I will have to <laughs> put in the code for the discount on that. <laughs> All right. All right, kids. You know what time it is. It's, it's time to turn those alarm clocks off, bypass that morning shower and sink into the couch with some hot cocoa. Because today Ooh. we have the top five days that you'd add to your winter holidays. And as I was alluding to earlier, Mitchell, everyone should mm-hmm. stick around to the end of the episode because I've got a fast five. My fast five is the top five musical genres from my Spotify wrapped year in music. And oh, be saucy. I promise. So <laughs> my hang out for that. But before we get uh, too ahead of ourselves, why don't we do a quick rundown of the rules? Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we'll move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber Stereo. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber Staredown is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. As you know, because I'm the host, uh, regardless of whether I'm a guest or a permanent host, I'm the host, so I'm entitled to a house rule. That's true. Um, I am also, as you may have inferred from my intro, a logophile, which is a fancy word that means one who loves words and a word only a word nerd has heard. But here's the deal. If one of you two contestants can come up with a good alliterative name or portmanteau for your holidays, you're going to get some bonus points. So let, me give me, let me give you an example, right? We've got 4th of July. Yuck. Boring. No flow. Yuck. However, founding father's big 4th firework fiesta. Oh. Talking bonus points. You oh get the idea. Gosh. Wow. So that's, oh, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the, the prompt for today. Uh, and so let's go ahead and pick a first player. Let's see here. Um, for today's yeah. show, we're going to start with the contestant who's gotten the most combined lifetime and uh, Christmas and birthday presents. Oh, God. Ooh, and you know what, Mitch? I'm sorry. Uh, according to uh, my numbers here, it looks like that New Year's Eve birthday and stingy extended family gift double up comes back mm-hmm. to bite you yet again. Yeah. So that so, means mm-hmm. Brian Ernst... You're going first oh. with your number. <laughs> you're gonna five. you're gonna keep me down, you son of a bitch. You give me you give me one <laughs> gift to to work for both, and then you say <laughs> shove it up your ass. I'm putting Brian first. Wow. Okay. You know what? I, I'm gonna think of a new word here. You're a real fuck. Okay, that's what you are. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm making a note. I am loving today already. <laughs> Let's keep piling on me. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, my number five. It's going to be celebrated on December 21st. Okay. And I'm calling it the Happy Winter Solstice. Us. Oh. Uh oh. We got a spicy start out to today's game. We yeah, got baby. an Uber stare down right off the bat. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, you're number five, and Mitchell, I believe it's your number three. That's correct. Uh, are both Winter Solstice uh, related. Uh, list items so uh let's do it stare down okay mine since uh i have it right here i'm spelling it s-o-l-s-t-u-s 
Mm. Everything's got to be big. It's sold to us. Come on. This is where you and your partner get to treat yourself before all hell breaks loose over the next few days. You're going to okay. about to binge a bunch of last minute buys. You're going to jump into wrapping hell. And then you're going to have to put up with each other's families for the next few days. This solstice is for solstice. Get a couple's mm. massage, steak dinner, hotel sex, room service. Boom. Late checkout and a chauffeured ride back to your existence for hell to begin. So at least you get one <laughs> last little bit of glory of calm before you have to go into the den. Nice. Wait, so, so, so you are just assuming your Christmas is going to suck, too. There's something real sad about that. You're like, Christmas sucks. So I have to do something else before that. To Even the best Christmas is stress-inducing. Yeah, so, so, Brian, here's my question for the solst us. Who's yes. who's on the hook for the planning? Because to me, that's a bit that's a big part of what uh, what makes holidays uh, stressful is is planning. I'm willing to take on that planning mm. if I know there's the, there's a, there's 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 sex at the end of the rainbow. There's sex at the end. Yeah, just say it. Yep. <laughs> I was actually thinking a little bit more about the steak dinner. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> no, when, when, when you said steak motto. dinner and then room service, I'm like, why isn't the steak dinner coming from the room service? You know, I forgot a word in my note. It was room service dessert. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You okay. do the steak dinner, you go upstairs, you enjoy the nice sheets, then you order some room <laughs> service dessert, and then you fall asleep with reruns of South Park on or whatever whatever your heart desires. I, I, I've never heard anyone say, let's go to a hotel to enjoy the nice sheets before. They're always like, I'm afraid of the sheets. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm guessing this is a very nice hotel you're going to. It's a nice hotel, yeah, okay, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they launder every stay. Everyone gets their sheets cleaned. Yeah. This is the time of year where you're not afraid to put things on the credit card. <laughs> so what the hell's a one night stay with some 800 thread count minimum sheets or silk if they have it? Ooh. You know what I say? I say combine the steak, the sex, and the dessert all into one. <laughs> Just get messy with it. You know what I mean? It's the holidays. <laughs> it all in the room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, well, I, I, I was going to ask you if, if you're going to go like sexy chocolate cake or like Home Alone to Ice Cream Mountain, you know, for the room service dessert. Because, you know, that could go two ways. If the sex has happened pre-dessert, yeah. you can go full on Ice Cream Mountain. Mm. Okay. Okay. Fair. If the sex is post-dessert, I would not recommend eating four gallons of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a one-way ticket to Cramp City, baby. Yeah. You do not want to end up there. Uh. <laughs> my hammy! My hammy! We gotta stop! Just small ah! small little burps. You're like, <clears throat> sorry, ooh, I got some milk coming up. There's milk. There's milk. Hey, isn't this a great <laughs> holiday for just us, babe? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Oh. I've never been so popped and oh. stuffed, but hey, man, this is great. <laughs> oh, popped and stuffed. Put that on a T-shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> new new at the merch store. You in case studio popped and stuffed. Tanks and tees coming out soon. Biz bear dot biz. Oh, yes. <laughs> popped and stuffed. <laughs> Happy holidays. Time to get popped and stuffed. <laughs> I think that could be a name of another winter holiday, like Popped and Stuff Sunday. You know, you're getting. (laughs) Oh, God. We got to move on. Yeah, this is great. This This is great. Thank you so much for solst us, Brian. Um, That was pretty incredible. Mitchell. Yeah. I hate to say it, but you've got a you've got a pretty, uh, pretty big shoes to fill here with the solstice. So hit us with your number three. I've got an ice cream mountain to eat. Definitely here. But I think I can do it. Uh, So. 
winter solstice. It's it, that's about it's the what is it? It's the shortest day of the year, I believe, and then it turns over. So it's kind of it's this marking. It's celestial. It's it's ancient. It's about fire. It's about the moon. You know, but so, but what I want here though is the winter solstice to start off the a, a week basically of the Christmas celebration. So this is a week straight. Um, so you go December 1st all the way through to December 26th. Because, uh, you know, Christmas has, like, no one does, like, religious Christmas anymore. Like, you still do. It's like, you still live at your parents' house. Or you're weird <laughs> and religious. And, like, there's just not many of those anymore. So um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm saying we, we rename this this week. We don't just call it Christmas week or whatever. We call it, there's, there's like, Festive Lights week or Gift Grab week or I was thinking Kris Kringle week. But there's like too many K's in there. I kind of want to stay away from the K's because of, you know, all the uh, recent activity uh, in our country. But so I thought like maybe like Merry Holidays, but spelled days, D-A-Z-E. Like that could be fun. Mm, um, and mm-hmm. I wish I'd, I'd, I'd wrote or thought about an, an alliterative name here, but I don't have one off the top of my head. Um, but so this is similar to – so in New Orleans, Mardi Gras week, the whole city like shuts down. Kids don't go to school. People fucking enjoy their families. They hang out. They party, they they eat, they they gather, and I want that for Christmas. Um, you know, whether you're you're you got to reconnect with friends, you celebrate, or if you just want to sleep, you love sleeping, you got a week of sleep, you know, mm-hmm. or you, or you want to watch all the movies you never get to watch if you're a holiday head like me. Uh, but of course, during this week, because it is celebration, festivities, people getting together, we still need liquor store clerks. We still need grocery cashiers, chefs, bartenders, servers, caterers, uh, you know, uh, taxi drivers, those kind of things. But anyone who's not running like their own business, like, you know, uh, you know, Carol's uh, catering uh, cadre or whatever, you know, who's who's doing gangbusters (laughs) business during this time of year, you know, that's their own business. But if you were working for a company, you get two and a half or three times holiday pay. No questions asked. Like if you're working, you're in a great mood because you're making goddamn, you know, bank moolah going on so you're you're happy you're serving people you don't feel shortchanged um and then of course during this time of year there's there's a lot of creams going on there's ice creams there's <laughs> sweet whipped you know there's there's the savory hummai there's the crab dips there's the artichoke oh you know um, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. You're, wait wait hummus is is we're, we're grouping hummus in with creams it's a creamy it's a creamy consistency so it's okay. in there you know all right charlie day calm it down a, okay bit sorry it's on but like but hummus is is a is a is a favorite of young people on their holiday tables because people who can't cook or are cheap would be like oh bring hummus you know um so uh, <laughs> it, it, i don't think your average white midwesterner who doesn't know what to bring anywhere like ah god just bring the hummus no no i said young i said young brian you have to listen to all the words i say or else you'll miss something um okay you're right you're right you're right but so because of this dips fall dips you know smooch dips drip all those kind of things that's you're getting a lot more dirty shirts because if you're a voracious finger fooder like me you're gonna have some some laundry to do so also what i want to do for this except for christmas christmas they can close but every other day banks have to stay open and they don't get paid extra and during that time, banks also, <laughs> they have to give you rolls of quarters if you ask. They can't be like, oh, are you a customer of Bank of America? And then you're like, yes. And they say, okay, let's let's check your account. And then you go, oh, fuck off. You walk out. 
everyone That's has a thing. To, yes, everyone has to give you quarters, and they can't do the thing which happened to me recently. I went to Chase, and they're like, "Oh, are you an account member?" And I was like, "I have two credit cards with Chase." And they're like, "Do you have a bank account?" And I went, "No, it's just a roll of quarters." And the person goes, "Well, okay, I'll do it for you this time, but just know this doesn't happen." And so then I'm thanking them for just reaching into a fucking drawer right in front of them, and like. No, you're giving out quarters, banks, and you're and you're and you're staying open, and you're not you're not paying your extra because banks suck. I hate banks, um, so they got to give the quarters for all the creams and the dips I've spilled on my shirts. Um, <laughs> so this is I, I know this is a very specific thing, but it just it just that just grinds my gears when when banks don't do that. And what I love about this though is that then everyone will get a fucking break for Christmas. They'll actually get to relax. So you don't mm-hmm. have to work 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and then you're wrapping like crazy 24th. Everyone just gets to sink into it and enjoy it, and you don't feel like you have to cram everything into like 36 hours, you know? So, and, no, so, and then also, oh, sorry, I, I forgot. The day after Christmas, Boxing Day in England, all the, the soccer teams play. And Boxing Day traditionally is for the servants back in the day. Um, so what I want is no no sports on Christmas, no NBA Everyone gets Christmas off, and then the 26th, you get soccer in the morning, you get NBA all day, maybe you watch hockey, and you have football. So anyone who who wants their sports, they get it on the 26th. Everyone from the top of society to the bottom of society, if you will, gets the day off to enjoy sport. So there you go. Well, so I was going to follow up and ask you about a a box. Are we – it would seem only fair to me that we extend boxing day out a week in the opposite direction for your bartenders, your bank workers, your all the people that were getting holiday pay, right? Or is that is that you open to this idea of boxing week in like where it's like, yeah, all you uh, you white collar office workers who fucking came to Chipotle on December 22nd. Now you got to make your own food for a week. Uh, That's true. I I I actually thought about this having a a, a day for the, the industry workers earlier in December because, you know, th- they do get slammed hard in December by, you know, in a more open time uh, office parties and just celebrations, all that kind of thing. So I, w- I would actually be I would be I would love to be in favor of 26th to the 30th because the 31st, although is a nightmare, I'm sure, you know, bartenders make crazy, crazy money on those days. So um, very true. You know, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. And also, like, New Year's Eve, it's just a day that, like, the, the clock turns and, and it continues. So, like, there's no, you know, there's no, like, good set celebration of, oh, oh, oh I, I shouldn't, sorry. I misspoke. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve presented by Ryan Seacrest. Yes, that is an institution. <laughs> done and done. You have to watch that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mitchell, I love your impassioned uh your it was long. Defense. It was long. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm so well, sorry. you know I'm so what? Sorry. There's a lot of passion there, and I got to say, I, there's a lot of passion. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the, the mm-hmm. treating workers' rights and everything. How, however, I have to say, for me, uh, Popkin stuffed just went to the core of my soul, and and it lives there now. And so Brian <laughs> yeah. is definitely taking home this uh, this Uber stare down today. Oh my God! All right. However, you, however, you just popped, stuffed, and screwed me, Andy. Thank you so much. However, however, it. let me finish. I'm. It okay. is very. It's a charitable holiday episode yep. here today. I am exercising my host powers uh, to to award Mitchell two bonus points for this uh, for this wow. round. 
because you Ooh-hoo! had uh, several nice alliterative uh, phrases in there. You got mm-hmm. the you got the gift grab. You've got Carol's catering cadre, et cetera, oh, et cetera. Yeah. So you're getting some bonus points. Thank you. So good on you, Mitchell. Uh, let's move on to. Uh, so I believe that means we're going to go to Brian's number four next. Correct. I think you should go back to Mitch for his five. Actually, <laughs> Mitch right? for his five. Thank oh you. my gosh! Host, yes, new to this thing. No, yeah, no, no you're good. You're good. Um, I, I'll, I'll try not to go on and on as much as I did last time. I was going to say, we're all hoping it's way shorter. Yes, yes. Uh, so this one, this one's a classic. I call this one Friends Friday. And this happens, this is the Friday before President's Day in February, because uh, who doesn't love, you know, a four-day weekend? And I know not everyone does President's Day off, but whatever. Um, I know banks always take it off because they're like, oh, we can't make change on that day. No, no. Um <laughs> But uh, this is in these damn quarters. <laughs> also, like, who else is asking for quarters? It's only laundry people. Like, you should, you should, that should be your thing. Is like, you bring people in to get laundry quarters, and then you get some customers. Like, it's so stupid. And, and it's currency. Why are they refusing you currency? It's so it makes stupid. No sense to it's me. so the stupid. On, the only other situation in which I'm after quarters is when I've got a meter, and I'm like, I need fucking quarters for the meter, and they're like, mm, I don't know. Like, I've already parked illegally. I need the fucking quarters. Give me the quarters. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then they're like, "Why are you parking in 1984 Milwaukee?" And then you know, it's like, "There's no other but, Milwaukee. It's the only one that exists." <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure you can still pay with quarters or or um or uh, Indian nickels in in all of Milwaukee meters still. So okay, sorry. Um, let's keep let's yeah. let's keep let's sorry. get back to your five here. Friends Friday. So so Friends Friday. This is this is meant to destroy and level Valentine's Day, which is both a stupid. <laughs> forced holiday because they're like oh you're you're either not in love and you're like oh i can't go to dinner or you're in love and you're like i have to go to the fucking dinner and like also red roses are the dumbest thing i'm sorry red roses need to go away they're the worst flower um i just i hate everything about valentine's day um i i i, I like being romantic all year long so this one day of like putting it all in <laughs> stupid so this is about recognizing and loving your chosen family you know you get together you could toss around the pigskin talk shit about the person in your circle who's not really your friend and that's why they're not there with you on this day or like you just get high and rewatch old letterman clips like whatever you and your friends want to do you do that it's friends friday you chill out you hang out it's great and it's gonna be a national mandate all pizza places have to have just sick deals on this day you buy one large you get two free <laughs> that kind of thing you know nice. um butter sticks are coming with it you know um cookie pie mountain toss it on the order it's free um and then also as with most holidays, the night before is always like a rowdy time, you know? So like so thirst so there you just are automatically creating like thirsty Thursday, you know, I don't know, uh, ass parade or whatever. Everyone's just trying to get booty. <laughs> and that, that that also could be fun. Uh but who knows? So yeah, Friends Friday, it's all about celebrating, you know, your best buds. And also my last thing here is maybe your mom is your best friend. And this day singularly will create Friday brunch as an institution, but only on Friends Friday. So you go out to brunch with mom, and then you peruse the resale shops for like, you know, a new bench for the mudroom or whatever. And, you know, and you just love you just love being friends with your mom. So that's it. You know, Mitchell, <clears throat> yeah, that was a pretty that was a smart play at the end there because I what you know, think? I was feeling I was feeling a solid two. But yeah. as you you and I both know, because we have yeah. the same mom, our yeah. mom's really freaking great. And I would get brunch with my yeah. mom. So you're getting three points for your yes! uh, number five. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So that means we are on Brian's number four then. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's we see are, it. which I have since since renamed before we started the show. It is now going to be called <laughs> Walloped Whitewashed Festive Friday Friction. Ooh, baby, bonus point. <laughs> this is every year after Thanksgiving. Such a piece of scum. On what used to be Black Friday, which is now Walloped Whitewashed Festive Friday Friction. Every major American city that doesn't get snow gets snow. Okay. And the Midwest watches it on TV for sport. Okay. <laughs> Some miracle of billionaire funded modern science allows us to drop snow wherever, whenever. <laughs> so Houston, Vegas, LA, Atlanta, Orlando get 24 inches of snow and chaos ensues. We celebrate with Hawaiian shirts, barbecue, frozen cocktails, and we celebrate like folks with warm weather, just with a lot more ranch dipping troughs nearby for mm. all of our snacks. Mm. And we get to watch the show on CNN unfold as nobody knows how to drive. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay, so I have one. I have one quick follow up question for you on this one, Brian. <clears throat> what's the preferred? Yes. Um, what's your preferred sort of snow sport? Is it the car crashes on hills? Is it watching uh, flirt like flirty and slip and fall on the sidewalk? What are we talking? Oh, yeah. Slip and slip and fall is up there, mm -hmm. but I think the thing that would get me the most is watching. People in warm cities get very confused by the watch for falling ice signs. <laughs> that is very unique to a skyscraper area with snow. But to watch them, like, look at the sign and be extremely concerned and look up and not know if it's going to fall and hit them at any moment. And then they slip right before they get to the, <laughs> the crosswalk. Oh, I, fantastic. I definitely, I couldn't have been the only upper Midwestern child who had like a Final Destination style horrible daydreams about an icicle falling off of a building and just impaling me from the top. Mm. Right. I remember whenever I read the urban myth of somebody throwing a penny off the Empire State Building and it would go through your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I remember going to college and then seeing these like, watch out for falling ice. I'm like, that's fucking bigger than a penny. <laughs> 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 That'll turn me to pink mist. <laughs> get it on a t-shirt all right amazing uh mitchell you got any uh well i i think that's great brian i love it i love it i love it because a uh you know i'm from minnesota originally so i can definitely project myself into into watching and enjoying this but as we established early uh earlier on I'm living in California now, so I would definitely yep. be one of these jamokes that you're watching live on TV mm -hmm. uh, react. Being a unique, unique scenario, I don't know if you would enjoy it and laugh while there, like kind of being a spectator in the. Maybe you would be our field reporter. I'll tell you what, I'd be the uh, I'd be the the Peyton Manning of this particular sport. Is what I would be. <laughs> uh, Use your hands. Peyton Manning sucks, doesn't he? I don't know talking. enough about sports. Michael Jordan does he suck too? Do all sports guys suck, Mitchell? Oh, Who's the non sucky sports guy? I thought I, I thought you were saying because Peyton Manning now calls Monday Night Football games with his brother on their own separate telecast where we're like they're just hanging out at home and they're just talking football with the manning brothers so i thought that's what you're talking about so i guess i'm a sports genius and I yeah you are a sports idea. genius yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful brian i love it uh three points easy thank you yeah. mitchell let's hear your number four Oh yeah, uh, my number four is this is a, this is a no-brainer and honestly i think this could be close this could actually get get done i think i don't i don't think you'd have a lot of if someone had just the courage to put it forth in Congress, I think they'd get it done. Uh, and they would definitely get a lot of votes in from certain parts of the country, let's just say. And that is <laughs> Super Bowl Monday. 
You don't play the Super Bowl on a Monday. You get the Monday off the next day because everyone, you know, uh, well, actually, here, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm going to sing a little song. Then this will make it'll, it'll make more sense. OK. <clears throat> I love playing two hand touch, eating way too much, watching my team win with the twins. I love quarterbacks eating dirt, pop bombs and short skirts. Fans who never quit and those twins. And I <laughs> love you too. Here's the football. Coors Light. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this, this is a no brainer. You know, uh, Coors Light is, is, is running this fucking silver bullet train into the, into the blue mountains of, of, you know, Sunday fun day. Um, and, uh, you know, the next day, off that'd be great uh and, and i think it just needs to be i think it just needs to be that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's all thank you so wait um so so i just so i caught this right we're just taking monday off following the super bowl correct because people deserve a chance to nurse their hangovers you know i see so yeah and people who don't watch football they get a monday off who's gonna hate that you know yeah, you know what? <clears throat> You're right. I don't hate that. I'll take a Monday off. I'll take an extended weekend at any any time of the year and for yeah. any occasion. Uh, so you know, for that reason, also Mitchell, I really, I, I loved, I loved your singing. I'm going to be honest with you though, I don't, you know, I don't actually know that reference, and I don't know sports that much. Oh, so shoot. I, unfortunately, I think I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have to land you at it too. I'm getting two okay. points for this round because. Okay. It's a great, it's a great idea. Like I said, I love a Monday off, but uh, you know, you got to well, play to the host. Unfortunately, you know that was so. from two thousand two. It was a course like commercial uh, when sexism and <laughs> commercials were still really cool and really accepted, and uh, honestly, gross. The level of it was gross in this commercial. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, you know, in a post nine eleven world, we needed something to cheer about, and it was football. So apparently, football yeah. and sexism. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Cool. <laughs> yep. Right. Go hand in hand. <laughs> well, that was our uh, that was our number fours, which means we are yep. basically halfway through our list. Brian, let's 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 hear that number three. Lay it on us. Let's do it. My number three is I bid a good Winstester to you. This is a holiday that will. It's going to be easy to you know alternate between the second and third Friday every other January, and it happens twice on leap year. Really easy to remember. <laughs> So Winterster <laughs> is this, uh, it's a big salted meats and burning coal type holiday is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> it's just teach these damn kids nowadays just how good they have it. Because <laughs> we got to live like it's the dawn of the industrial revolution for a day. Oh no God. grocery stores, no heat, no electricity, no fridges. Hunt and make your own meats like your Uncle Dick House. Get out. Get good. Make sure you know how to walk places. Make sure you know how to find fresh water. And the slang term for this day is Dickens Day. Because we all mm. kind of feel like Scrooge in a Christmas carol, except it's January and there's nothing to look forward to since Christmas is already over. And no, Tiny Tim doesn't get better. He gets tuberculosis and dies. <laughs> this is how it used to be, kids. Now, turn down the thermostat when Dad says, and don't air condition the outside by leaving the door open. Because I pay the bills. <laughs> so this is good Winster, sir. Make sure everybody remembers what it used to be like. Thanks. Boy, boy, yeah, boy, boy. Beautiful. 
I, I, a lot of anger in the film. I, 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 I feel like what we just witnessed was like um, like a manifesto. Like Brian just snuck his personal manifesto into the middle of this mm-hmm. list here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wrote it on the back of a used toilet roll. And uh, <laughs> hopefully someone will find it one day. A used toilet roll that was used three squares per toilet sitting at a time. Because again, <laughs> yes. you've got to listen to dad. Best advice. Three squares, fold, fold, wipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fold, wipe. Toss, you know. Every- wash, rinse, repeat. Uh-huh. Make sure you wash your hands very well when you're done. Oh, oof. <laughs> I would not enough. I, I would love to see on this holiday, like uh, you know how they have at baseball games, like races where like either kids ride pigs or people are in sausage costumes, like those kind of dumb little races. I would love to oh, see yeah. a race where it's like five year olds to eight year olds, and each of them gets like a nice solid wooden bucket full of salt pork, and they have to run around like the city square four times. And whoever wins gets all the buckets of salt pork, you know, and their family eats that day and everyone else goes hungry, you know, in, in classic. You know how I hate to blow smoke up your ass, but that is a fantastic <laughs> addition to this holiday. That is, I think you and I need to co-write this next edition of the manifesto. There we go. And you're welcome to do so. Beautiful. Thank you, Brian uh, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you lay your number three on us? Uh, well, my number three, uh, was the, the winter solstice, the one for the, from the stare down. So, um, oh, right. Okay. That means it's time yeah. to score our number threes, huh? Yeah. Yep. It got me all jumbled. Well, okay. So Brian, here's what I'm, here's what I'm, I'm going to say for you. Uh, I love the meat and smoke, uh, salted meats all day. I actually have, I just have like wood incense that I light in my house all the time to make my house smell like a campfire. So that's oh, really, God. you're, you're barking up the right tree I like there. That. However, I am also a lazy boy. I only like to, uh, I only like to have an effete pretense to being a woodsman. I'm not mm. actually a woodsman. So I can't, Fair. I cannot oh. award you the full three points for this round. However, you did sneak in Dickens Day. So that's going to give you a bonus point. So we're yep. looking at two normal points and one bonus point for your number three. So Fair well enough. played, oh, sir. Let's just roll with it. Mitch, you go. We're going to keep the rhythm back and forth. Now. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, I I hope you have some auto formulas in that spreadsheet for the totaling. Cause I know you're an artist. You are not good at math. So, <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. I don't. I can't. I can't miss an opportunity to 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 stab my my brother with a little raz. So okay. Um, this number two. This is actually this would this this is another thing that I think could actually happen. I would not be surprised if it did, and I think it needs to happen. And it would greatly improve our country. And that is, I'm calling it, I don't have a fun name because it deserves respect. It it deserves a place at the table. It deserves maybe the head of the table. And that is Democracy Weekend. Now, what this means is um, it's the first weekend in November where Friday is at least the 3rd of November. So, and I say that because I want to give Halloween its space. If Halloween's Thursday, I don't want to start this Friday. I want Halloween to have... Mm -hmm. All, all, all the, uh, the the front gut and the ass it needs, you know, because Halloween is my favorite holiday. So, um, so everyone has. I mean, Friday you're off. Everyone's off from work. Um, it goes. Voting starts Friday morning, nine a.m. Goes till Sunday night, nine p.m. Um, and at every single polling station, and and someone will say, well, "How do you pay for this?" This would be a drop in the bucket compared to what they spend on on administering, executing. Um, uh, elections. So every polling place has a grill, 
Um, in the morning, you got coffee and donuts. You got rolls from, mm-hmm. from local places. Um, but lunchtime, you're, you're growing up sausages. You're, you're growing up, you know, some zucchini for the, for the veggies out there. Uh, you got chips. You, you got just like a nice little spread going on. Um, or like whatever food reflects the community, it's there, but there's got to be a grill because every, every type of cuisine really can, can utilize a grill. So, um, and, uh, uh, so you go. You get your sausage and you vote for school board. You enjoy a hot coffee. You know, you're dunking <laughs> your, your chocolate old fashioned it. Then you choose state senator. Perhaps you and your, you and yours, you put on your, your barbecue slacks and your Hawaiian shirt. That's a theme this, this episode for sure. Uh, you enjoy a couple ribs and you choose the president, you know? Um, but what you do because you're, you're thinking in your head, well, if I have three days, I'm going to wait till Sunday, right? You have the, you have better food and better perks on Friday. So you try and get more people to, to go early. So like people are more oh. spread out. Or people are thinking, I got this weekend, I'm going to go on vacation, come back, vote late, whatever. They can do that if they want. But, you know, also, the most important part, this is compulsory. Everyone's got to do it. That's why we have three days. Um, And I think also to improve local business, to improve local community, this is where the new coffee place comes. They, they, they throw up their tent, they're serving coffee, they get great marketing, everyone's got to come and vote, so they automatically have foot traffic. Um, so it's a great way to market small businesses in the area. Um, and we are going to stick with the, you know, the no um, uh, campaigning within, a, you know, 100 yards or whatever of the place. So once you go inside to vote, your vote's there, you come out, you party, you hang out, there's lawn chairs, there's places to chill. This is the, the community hotspot. Um so I'm, I am liking this idea. You know what? Yeah. The, the part, maybe I'm mishearing this, but I'm also hearing that we're like, we're eating and we're voting, that we're just chilling. We're just taking it. We're yeah. chill and we're just like taking our time. Yeah. And yeah. Voting. <clears throat> Can I pitch you on an idea, Mitchell? Sure. Is, first is, is, is it head. flu shots as well? Because that was another idea I had was put flu shots there. So <laughs> sure. Get, I mean, why not? It's, <laughs> you get a sausage, a, a stab, and a vote all in one. It's great. So <laughs> As you do the check, a bunch of syringes hit your arms. <laughs> yeah, just, and like, you're fully vaccinated. There's, there's very good no, nurses who are very good at darts just standing like just <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I, my first thought was about election integrity because clearly this is a very important. Clearly, like, you know, yes. we don't want another stolen election. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yep. Um, yeah, Too many of those. So let me let, let me pitch you on this: a privacy bib, right? So you can eat your barbecue mm. or your your burgers or your brats or whatever, but you can also it's got you know it's a bib that's got kind of rigid edges, and you can kind of just hide your ballot in there so your neighbors can't see who you're voting for, but oh. you can still enjoy the barbecue. That's a great idea. And I, also, what, what people don't realize is like when you do drop sauce on a bib, that keeps falling the bib doesn't absorb all that so sometimes it'll hit the bib and then it'll 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 catch the crotch of your your denim you know and so with a hard shell bib the sauce won't get on you that's a great idea so um and lastly also i I forgot to mention armed guards with ar-15s at the door no i'm kidding no (laughs) (laughs) no but also a requirement is all the local reporters or national reporters they have to report from the polling stations so you're going to get that that great footage of a guy in the background in like a Nixon mask eating two sausages while he like unicycles, you know, with no shirt on, you know, like, cause also like it, it'll be right, right after Halloween. So people will have their costumes around. So maybe like people dress up and have fun with it. So that's my, that's my big, great weekend inspired by Australia's voting process, which is a weekend. They have, they have sausage and sizzles is what they call them. And, uh, sausage and sizzles. 
sausage sizzle, something like that. But, but like people will show up in there. I think it's shrimp on the Bobby is what you're looking for. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, just make it a weekend. Let's make it fun. Let's encourage people to, to come together and realize, see the people who they are voting for. Uh, I think that's a very important part. Awesome. I, yeah. like, I like that. Thank too. you. I love it. That's awesome. Thank you, Mitchell. Uh, Brian, why don't you lay your number two on us? My number two is also federal, but not quite as nice. Mm. I'm calling it the Federal Pet Parent and Church Tax Day, <gasps> December 27th. You're, wait, you're celebrating me finally? I love that. Hold your horses, oh. because, Mitch, this is going to affect your wall. Why is that? <laughs> this new federal holiday forces all churches to pay annual taxes, which is truly a cause worth celebrating. Yep. But the special day designed by and truly pretty much only aimed at my enjoyment sees that anyone who has ever referred to themselves as a pet parent also gets buried in fees. Now, if you've ever told a beast to go to mama or that's daddy's good boy, or even browsed fur baby themed t-shirts on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Be ready to pay out the ass. Okay. So this is like Super Bowl for like the 5%. Like there's only 5% of us that really okay. are kind of atheists and don't like pets. So we're a very small okay. minority. That's fine. But this is a live stream. We, we get to watch straight from the IRS where this 5% of us tune in together with a small ray of light after the consumerism season where we get to see all the right people pay their fair share. So, um, Brian, pet parent and church tax. I've never, uh, what I still apply, cause I've never referred to myself as a pet parent, but I do, I do consider myself a doggy daddy. Yeah. And I've heard oh. you say go to mama. So I have put that <laughs> quote in there in quotes because you leave your mic on when you walk away from Uber Cinco. So I kept that one stored away in the back of my brain d- and here it is here to bite. Do I say ass. mama or do I say mama? I think I say mama. Go to mama. It's like a, uh, okay. <clears throat> Making it Italian doesn't make it better. <laughs> so, 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 Brian, what, what kind of fees are we talking? Yeah. And, uh, and also, are, are we looking at it? Are there any sort of IRS style tax write offs that uh, maybe a, a pet parent might be able to leverage to lessen the load? Or, or are we just I, pure, straight, unrestrained punishment for being? That's just it. I think I want it to be truly restrained punishment, but I'm a realist. I know there has to be. Not everyone thinks as, as evilly as I do. I'm I'm, I'm going to assume that. So you can get write-offs. Okay. Churches can't get the write-offs, okay. but you as a pet parent can okay. get the write-offs. Okay. All right. Now, are you uh, donating a bunch of Brinkerdoo's dog treats to local shelters? Write-off. I'll, I'll let you do that. Boom. You're helping out animals that nobody else is taking well, care of. I, I Boom, say, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I could donate them to animal shelters and human shelters because they are human-grade treats, and they are delicious. So. <laughs> Boom. Right off. <laughs> but also another tax penalty for making your own dog treats. So just – Yes, it's it's catch twenty two. I mean, you gotta. It's kind of like figuring out should I spend should I, should I spend more at the end of the year or do I really take the tax hit? There's a lot of thinking that goes into this. Um, what if you knit I your own you own pet uh, apparel? I hope you are financially destitute <laughs> after paying all of my taxes. Yeah, you're going into the IRS jail that's underneath Fort Knox if you do that. Yeah, so. while a bunch of guys in just white dress shirts, sh- uh, short sleeve white dress shirts with black ties, sure. sip coffee, and just watch you waste away. That's what happens. <laughs> They're like, I, we've been in here since 1955, and we've been waiting for you. 
<laughs> we're all former IBM employees. <laughs> this is the only other place we could come to because <laughs> we refused to change our uniform. You know, I, I guess <laughs> at, at one point computers were as large as as Waldo's crate, which is a very roomy sixteen by twenty four feet. Oh, feet. Yeah. Oh, um, so. Okay. Oh, okay. It's not a crate. It's more of a it's more of a cottage or a cabin. It's a yeah. It's a cabin. It's very nice. <laughs> um, also, Brian, I just want to say you better be careful with this one because if you gear up. You know, you strap up and you come at the dog father, you know, uh, be oh. ready, be ready, <laughs> tax him, tax be him. ready for a bark back, baby. OK, because <laughs> when this uh, doggy poppy uh, gets cornered, uh, I bite back. So. Okay. Or you or you whimper. <laughs> Brian, you have been forewarned. Uh, so I, I think it's I think it's time that we score uh, round two here. Mitchell, um, I'm loving I'm loving it's the, the voting I weekend. Know. Mine was the best. Yeah, thank you. But you, hey, this is you know, despite being a competition, this mm-hmm. is it's not a zero sum game, my friend. Um, so, but I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving your your yep. your voting weekend, you. and I feel like I, I am civically obligated to give you three points so you, Thank you are getting three points for that um brian i am very torn on this one because on one hand i am in strong agreement with you about taxing the shit out of churches uh and mm-hmm. also um mm-hmm. say Mitchell. it yeah say Mitchell. It. i mean I'm, I'm, I'm all for it uh however i am a cat dad uh myself so i would be paying some hefty fees here i think and i'm not really doing much to offset my pet awfulness rating in in the world before before you score that out being a cat dad is way different than referring to yourself as a cat dad even though you chose to do so now if you don't do so on the regular you're not being taxed my friend Mm -hmm. and i think I think you can punch that up. I, Cat what? Dad can become Caddy Daddy. I think that's a nice. I think that's a nice <laughs> to it. That's what I call the kids out on the golf course. <laughs> Caddy Daddy. Uh, you know that's a strong play, Brian. But I think I think I think you're going to stick with two points for this round. So it's fair. Uh, that's fair. That is a round number two. Now you know what time it is. It's time for our number ones. Mm. Uh, we're gonna Lanta. we're gonna kick it back to Mitchell to Brinker do uh, yep. for his number one. Uh, you know, on my number two, I was playing on your on your weak and happy California heart, and I think I'm gonna do it again here. So, um, <laughs> my number one, I'm calling it Sad Friday, and Sad, of course, stands for Seasonal Effectiveness Disorder Friday. Okay, uh, I think that rhymes. It rolls off the old uh, slobber tongue there. But so this is. The second Friday in January, hopefully, uh, just it, it, whatever Friday leads into the weekend before Martin Luther King Day. Because, again, I'm trying to maximize holidays. Here. I'm trying to create these beautiful four-day weekends for people to really get out uh, and, and, and live their lives. Now, everyone loves holding on to their Christmas trees longer than what they need to. It's like a classic thing. Oh, my God. Guilty. We got to get rid of the tree. It's so dead. What do we and do? when you touch it, all of the needles come off. You like all the needles in the wrong fall. direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in Chicago, not not every precinct does it, but some precincts have tree pickup, which is nice, but they don't all. It's not like a uniform thing. So my idea is this. You bring your tree to, again, this is the local gathering square. And then we build special Sad Friday squares. There's a bonfire pit. Everyone brings their Christmas tree. High school students can volunteer and bring the elderly trees for them. Then they go back and they get the the, the, the elderly folks. Everyone gathers. There's food. There's drink. There's singing. There's a bonfire. 
And we know pine trees, uh, Fraser firs, spruce, all these trees, they protect the forest as a whole by sacrificing themselves very quickly. If you've ever lit a Christmas tree on fire, it burns up fast and eels burn off. So, so the tree itself can't burn. And so each person would toss their tree on the fire. But when they do it, they can either air a grievance. They can talk about like, hey, you know what? I've gone through a really tough time this past year. Um, I lost my puppy. I lost my father, whatever. I lost my brother, something like that. You, you, you unburden your soul. You unburden your heart. You, you, you give something big to the group. So immediately you're, you're, you're vulnerable, you're opening up, the community comes together. Maybe you're really thankful for someone too. It, it doesn't have to be necessarily a, a tough time you're going through, but each tree that gets tossed on the fire, you see a beautiful, and, um, and every time you see, every time you go, sad to happy, and that you, you say that, and then you take a, you, t- you take a drink of your beer, your, or your, well, like, whatever you're drinking. And mold wine, mold wine. Yeah. So, yeah. and this is a beautiful uh, day long celebration. Um, and because it gets dark early, uh, you, you, you gather, let's say at like two 30 drinks start flowing. Fire starts at four. Uh, so you get to watch the sunset together and you have this beautiful bonfire and the whole community is together and you do it by, you know, by sections of city. It's not, not, not the whole city. It's like neighborhoods by neighborhood. Um, and I, I think this would just be a, a beautiful thing to get people out of their homes and remember there, there's something to look forward to in January. Mitchell, you're just, you're just hitting us today with all these very heartwarming holidays. It's yeah, we're, we're just, we're feeling the warmth of Mitchell Brinkman's big holiday heart today. I, 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 like. I, I told you this, your, 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 your weak and happy heart was no match for my, for my list this week. <laughs> it's just not happening. So I, on the other hand, took a hard one, <laughs> but you know what, Brian, I also was right? that. Was it a right? Was it? Maybe kind of funny. Because <laughs> okay. right. you know what? I'm I'm equal parts warm and warm and happy holiday heart and just shriveled black coal uh, screwed heart too. I'm e- equally divided. So I'm loving this idea, Mitchell, because it's a job creating holiday also. You're gonna need a team of people on the Saturday following, right? Happy Saturday to go to every one of these public squares and like scrape and clean up the like ten foot tall pile of pine uh tar. And sap that's going to be left over <laughs> after you burn all these Christmas trees. So, yeah. so it sounded great. You could probably bottle it and sell it as some sort of product. Though, it probably right? smells great. I mean, I burn, I burn pine wood over here for just for pleasure. So, yeah, <laughs> just for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know. See, that's the difference between Chicago and California. You burn pine wood for pleasure. We burn trash for pleasure. It's just you know. <laughs> Different strokes for different folks. Uh, what? That? That's my pleasure burn. <laughs> uh, I love burning all my uh, all my old hot dog wrappers. Mm, brings me joy. Uh, I, I want to say, too, that there, there's something cathartic. Uh, you know, you're burning the last vestige of the holiday season. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's a new year, so you're trying to, like, you're, you're, you're burning it all down and you're starting fresh. Returning the symbol of Christmas back to its base form of carbon, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's just, it's really poignant. It's really poignant. So. It might also be a, a, a huge hit to the, uh, to, to the. Ozone? The ozone layer. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I had a brain fart right in the middle of that sentence. This is why, this is why you get big pine on your side to lobby Congress and say it's, it's clean. It's clean for the environment. It's, it's a clean burn. So. 
<laughs> it's a clean yeah. burn. It's a clean burn. All that black smoke. Yeah. And, and yes, you're going to have some local teens or some rough, rough stuffs or whatever trying to throw fireworks in there. But that's why you have a firework check at the door. So <laughs> cool. I think everywhere needs a firework <laughs> check. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Another job here. creator. <laughs> <laughs> Another job creator. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm Pyro Check Ralph. Uh, Got to open your bag. All right. Come on through. Awesome. Thank you, Mitchell. Yep. Uh, Thank you. Brian, hit us with your last, with your number one. I will with my number one. Good reflip to you and yours. <laughs> oh. The second Saturday in February. Reflip is hatched from a classic cliche Germanic and Eastern Bali tradition where you release and you reset. It's basically Festivus, where there's an airing of grievance, feats of strength, but this happens in a cornfield where the lows are lifted for, I'm sorry, where the laws are lifted for a day, so anywhere in Indiana. <laughs> now, you pack your family in the car, you take the pilgrimage to central Indiana, you take the pilgrimage to central Indiana, where most things die, and to let your sins, bad habits, and any problems you have with people just fly. As soon as you get to this place, everyone gets a bullhorn. You get to shout out your hatred as loud as possible. The cacophony of overlapping burdens cancel each other out. And when you're officially out of breath, you shout, Reflief! <laughs> Anyone not with a bullhorn can hear you respond, And good Reflief to you and yours! You pack the family in the car. You're now shirtless, covered in mud, as is the rest of the family. <laughs> and you sit in silence on the way home. And that silence is no longer deafening. It's calming. And then you can actually truly begin your new year two months into the new year. <laughs> Good refleep to you and yours. Brian, how are you decorating your refleep bullhorn? <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many stickers. <laughs> so that the, the refleep tradition is you, anytime you uh, walk down the Vegas Strip and they hand out those little... Uh, uh, prostitute cards. Some of them are stickers now. <laughs> you collect those on your vacation. Anytime you go to uh, the, your your local Euro spot and the kid begs you to get something out of the 25 cent machine, you collect that sticker. Hey, you get an ad from Sticker Mule and you order your own custom stickers of whatever mm -hmm. you want. Not a sponsor. And then you take that and you cover your bullhorn in that. So you have the most decorative bullhorn. I mean, it's a year round sticker collection tradition. And you just, every time something bad happens, you take off the backing, slap it on the bullhorn and say, I will take care of this at Reefleep. And you move on with your day. Now, you, you said there are no laws in central Indiana at this time. So are people fighting or they're just screaming? It's just screaming, yelling, grabbing earth. Okay. Doing whatever you okay. can to get this anger out of you. Okay. It's not that the feats of strength are just like ripping tree roots out with your bare hands okay. and just shouting what you hate. Just pure catharsis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just absolute catharsis. Maybe we'll throw a couple of giant tractor tires and sledgehammers Ooh, nearby. So you really that's a great this. workout. I <laughs> love that. Maybe some baseball bats and fax machines. Yes. We'll go off a space on it if we get, have get, to. Get just some of those really CrossFit guys to bring their like massive uh, uh, 
muscles tractor tire god i'm really I'm, my brain is just oh. sputtering out here at the, end. the big tractor Triceps. tires and sledgehammers Biceps. you know they like oh. hit sledgehammer and like yeah. whip ropes and stuff like that just do Battle a little ropes. bit of crossfit yeah. out there in the field do you guys remember the world's strongest man competitions yeah, yeah. where they would flip the tires oh, yeah and have to throw the stone ball over the edge <laughs> these guys live for reflip dude it's just yeah, an indian so field full of massive marble <laughs> spheres that people are just like <laughs> giving themselves hernias, trying to pick up and screaming at the same time. What's great is like you say that in your mind and everyone thinks world's strongest man. You're not thinking of the stressed out women out there too, who are really going to go out and let loose (laughs) and they will band together and be just like, fuck everything. (laughs) And they're ripping out more trees and the guys around them. And it's just like, everyone's staring at each other to the whites of their eyes. And then like, till they get bloodshot. It's going to be amazing. Wow. I I love, I I love refleep. I'm all, I'm gonna I'm gonna celebrate <laughs> reflip. I feel like do it. Yeah, I think we can do it uh, this holiday season. Actually, like I think we go outside to the like to the lakes in Minneapolis. You know, at night, like late at night when it's cold oh, and no yeah. one's out, we can go and reflip our our, our freaking fannies off. It, it's true. I have succeeded. By the end of this number one, reflip has become a verb. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, done. yeah. And you know what? I gotta say, my one, my one last thing I want to tack on. I feel strongly that reflip is a sober holiday. This is not a drinking holiday because I feel like if you oh, inject yeah. alcohol into yeah. a reflip, it goes into a dark place, becomes something yep. different. No booze, no firearms. Yes, <laughs> we got we got to keep. <laughs> well, it's Agreed. Indiana. I don't know how you're gonna control that, but I haven't worked out all the okay. kinks. But once we do, I mean. If we actually listened and turned Indiana into the prison state like I wanted to a couple episodes ago, <laughs> there wouldn't be any firearms. That's true. That's so a good point. let's just do that. Yeah, we're just adding on to the lore of Indiana, the the, uh, <laughs> the Uber Cinco lore of Indiana. Well, gentlemen, uh, I gotta say, um, this I'm I'm just smitten with the shouting holidays. You both came in at the end here with shouting holidays. We've got mm-hmm. sad to happy as we chuck our trees on the communal fire, and we've got mm-hmm. a good refleet to you. Uh, so you are both getting. <laughs> Three points uh, for this for this round, and I, I will say too, Brian, you're getting a bonus point for coining the term "refleep." That's a that hits me in the log of file heart. Um, I know it, it wasn't along the Thank specific you. guidelines of what I spoke about earlier, but it's just such a good word. So it is. Thanks, appreciate it. Uh, that means why don't you two do a little bit of let me let me let me pose a question to you uh, sure. real quick <laughs> while I tally up the scores. Yep. Um, Best, best, uh, best holiday gift that you've e- each received in your lifetime. Ooh. This one's easy. Uh, I was like six or seven years old. Um, plastic basketball hoop went from like three feet up to six and a half feet. I played on that on that thing every single day, summer and winter. Uh, brought it brought it onto the porch and uh, developed my game on that. So, I did receive a razor scooter one year. At my grandma's house, who had a fully tiled basement. Oh, that was a long stretch. So indoor razor scootering on Christmas Day was was pretty high. Damn, up. beautiful. Thank you for that, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Um, mm-hmm. I have successfully completed my task of doing basic <laughs> mathematics, and I have tallied <laughs> the scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in today with thirteen points, we have Mitch Brinkman. Okay, and coming Thank in today you. with. 16 points. Ugh. We have our winner, Brian Ernst. But I want to <laughs> give you both a hearty congratulations. A very high-scoring game. I enjoyed this from top to bottom. However, good, good. this podcast isn't done. We've got one last bit of business, and that is my 
Fast Five. So just to mm. remind the audience, this is the Fast Five or the top five musical genres from my Spotify wrapped year in music. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So ready. Number five, doo-doo core. Like music made <laughs> to get you shaking that ass on the dance floor, except for the toilet. <laughs> Number four, shrieking. I don't know, man. Something about 2021 made listening to the sounds of unmitigated human agony just feel relatable. Number three, prog slop. Bands that try are so 2010s. I'll take my prog rock made by a group of barely conscious Brooklyn vegans so overcome by ennui that they can barely be bothered to wake up, let alone learn how to play. <laughs> Number two, Gorth. <laughs> no, not goth. Gorth. Move over, Chris Gaines. The man, the myth, the legend, Garth Brooks, has reinvented himself yet again. And this time, he's blazed a whole new musical subgenre in the process. Half country, half dank corner of an illegal industrial rave, all American. <laughs> and my number one genre rec- uh, from my Spotify wrapped list this year is post ass. Eating ass was all the rage in 2021, but in 2022, we're going heavy on naval play. And this musical genre is all you need for your umbilical adventures and lovemaking this coming year. Forget thumping bass or skittering hi-hats. This torso-centric genre of post-ass is all about that pillowy mid-range. So leave your hang-ups at the door, trash your subwoofers, and bust out that belly shirt, because in 2022, we go in post-ass. <laughs> And that has been this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, we'd like to remind you that we love that hearty wom, that word of mouth. So please tell your friends or recommend your favorite episode. I don't make a mashup. I don't make a make a post ass song out of some samples from <laughs> from an Uber Cinco. Do whatever. Do you? Um, I want to say a big thank you to our two contestants today. First up, we have our winner, our big wet manger baby. And the man for whom a Santa outfit is basically camouflage, (laughs) Mitch Brinkman. And I've been your host, Andy Brinkman. And as BizBear always says, when you need a break at work, you can take a load off. You can take the day off. But for the love of God, don't take your pants off. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. (laughs) 